There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kind of asshole do you think I am? Hey, asshole! Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. It's you, me, and a poltergeist, and we are your weekly team to make you talk about the things that scream. I think I mixed that up in my head. <laughs> we are the weekly team to talk about the things that make you scream. Nice. Thank you. Good. 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 And if you good. notice a change in audio quality. It's because we got new microphones. We got new microphones. Individual microphones. Yes. We are both having our own seats with our own microphones pressed we firmly are into our faces. We are a meter and a half away from each other. I know. Finally, some space. Oh, <laughs> I know. And fun fact, we already recorded this podcast. We did. But this episode. Because we have... Yeah, this episode. Because we have new microphones, we had to run some new sort of software and my computer was trying to do a bunch of other things whilst I was running the new software so we ended up with a lot of blank spaces where recording should have been so the podcast was just an absolute mess yes and so now we're re-recording it hopefully we'll well we can't <laughs> say the same jokes we said yes we some, can we they said some know. bangers of jokes yesterday yeah some absolute bangers. Yeah. And I don't want to rehash anything too much. Yeah. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll give it a go. They don't know the jokes. I don't even know where we ended up making that one joke that we made. Neither. Honestly, that was a good joke. It was <laughs> It's a fucking great joke. Yeah, if it comes into play, it comes into play. But I don't if know. it doesn't, I don't you know guys how we even got to. It was some weird joke about Crocs. Crocs, the footwear. I don't know. You know us, guys. I made up we like an elaborate plan of like anyone that shows up at our shows with crocs won't oh, be let in yeah, that's the way except that one person that shows up in like thongs or something we're like yeah, yeah, you yeah come and then they have like a whole show to themselves yeah. <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by our lovely sponsors at patreon thank you so much Dankeschön. and we know that an original patreon goal a sort of stretch goal for us was to upgrade our audio equipment once we reached a certain amount of monthly sort of subscription yeah. assistance uh but we're kind of halfway there to that goal but we kind of just went fuck it let's put ourselves in a little bit of financial debt yeah let's just go into debt to buy some sweets <laughs> now it's not too it's bad. Not debt, no, it's debt, not debt, but it's debt. like an extra payment. The the wonders of Afterpay have allowed us to buy some sweet new microphones. Zip pay, actually, so uh, it's a bit better than yeah. Afterpay, there but I wouldn't recommend it because you get addicted to it. <laughs> like a gambler. <laughs> you You're like, I've got $900 to spend. It's like, no, you have $900 to pay back. <laughs> <laughs> no when to fold them, no when to buy a new computer. Know when to put yourself in debt. Know <coughs> when to fucking become hey a stripper to pay off that debt. I'm naked. Brayden is naked, <laughs> and no, he did not film, uh, record the podcast last night naked. I didn't. You know, when you're coming back to something, did. I find myself anyway that I need to take it from a new perspective. And what other perspective is there to take than being in the nude? Um, he's only wearing a Mickey Mouse hat and some cheap Kmart sunglasses that look like Ray-Bans. Hey, you don't know that. I do know that. How did you know? Because they don't say Ray-Bans on them. They're exactly like Kmart ones, you motherfucker. I just spilled Pepsi down my bare chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in that 
little tuft of chest hair that you have. You just have to take our word for it that I'm naked because... I took photos, but... <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't get uploaded anywhere. Anyway. They're not going to be uploaded anywhere but must bank bank. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> you should feel good. Because I'm going to feel good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel so objectified. Well, don't walk around with your dick out. <laughs> it's obviously your fault for having a penis. I'm taking my shades off. Wow, I can see so much better. It is night time, so I don't know why I'm wearing it's shades. It's night time with lights on. Yeah, exactly. We need more lights so I can wear shades. Or not. Let's just not. Yeah, okay, I'll take it off. No, you put them back on your yeah, head. I'll put look... them on my penis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let me take. I a probably like that. scared away ninety five percent of my friends that listen to this show. <laughs> nah, I think they're they still heavily I'm, listening. They know I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You're gonna look at me in a different light. That's for sure. What are we talking about today, Melinda? Stuff. Paranormal shit, yeah. the same stuff that you guys have been coming here for, for like, what, 28 episodes now? Yeah, how good's that? We're past the six-month mark. We're past the halfway point, motherfucker. Half, halfway to the end. Half halfway to half, the half, end? Half halfway. To the end? No, we're, we're only doing no, this for a year. we're definitely not doing this for more than... No, wait, sorry, we're <laughs> definitely not ending this after a year. Thank you. We're continuing this. This is a lifelong podcast. We go until we're successful and then we'll stop. (laughs) Yeah, once we get like a good couple mil in the bank, we'll stop. As soon as we become successful, then it's over. That's it. Because we don't want to be too successful. No, not too (laughs) successful. God God forbid we become too successful. And have like a... And have like income. butlers and maids and yeah. be able to do things for you. Yeah. No one wants that. I mean, that's pretty much what I am for you now. Excuse me, who just made dinner? <laughs> yeah, I'm really. Drunk. I just came home. I worked a split shift today. I came home on like during the split of the shift, and I put the slow cooker on, and I cleaned up the house a little bit. Then I went back to work, and then I came home, and I finished cooking the dinner. Yeah, and I said thank you. Not sticking to a theme today particularly because, you know. We weren't even going to record. Freeform. Yeah, we weren't. Wait, we weren't going to record? Oh, no, we weren't. We were going to just wait until later in the week. Yeah. Well, lucky we did because then we realized that we had issues and now we're solving them, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. It looks like it's going smooth. Like we're looking at the computer and everything's going pretty well. We are monitoring it closely. We're monitoring the monitor. Anyways, you want to go first? Um, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Sorry, I've had like three quarters of a bottle of wine since I've been home. Yeah, yeah. I kind of force-fed you wine. I mean, thank Is you. Is it force-fed? What's force? Force-drunk. Force-drinked. They need the... Forced... Wetness. <laughs> Moisture! Moisture! <laughs> oh my god. I'm a dump truck. Dump truck. <sighs> Could you hear all that? That's aggravating. <laughs> oh my god. Just into the microphone yeah i'll fart please don't someone definitely gonna, not gonna fart on someone's this gonna mesh. get pink mouth pink mouth <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of pink eye and big mouth at the same time pink mouth <laughs> the newer mouse mouse all right so we've all watched the haunting connecticut except brayden i have not as we discovered yesterday when we recorded this previously Yes, but now we're re-recording it. So I'll talk in the present tense. I haven't heard about it. Thank you. I have. Wait, I have heard about it. I haven't oh, you watched haven't. It you haven't watched it. No, I've never watched it. No, I it's... thought I watched it, but I haven't. No, it's a good fucking movie. I need to see it. Yeah, I really want to watch like it. I feel like there's like movies, horror movies that are like well known that you should like definitely watch, and that's probably one of them. Yeah, like its you know names what? get thrown around a bit. I remember watching this movie with my friend Casey, like, when uh, we were, like, 
13, 14, whatever. She's only a year younger than me, so like back in the day. Um, and I didn't even realize that it was a, like, a paranormal movie. Haunting in Connecticut. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a paranormal movie. Didn't put two and two together. I did not put two and two together. But at that point, I'd seen The Exorcist. And you were like... Well, that's paranormal that's shit. Paranormal. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary as fuck. You know what? This was one movie that I wasn't actually that scared of. Oh, really? But I bet if I watched it today, you'd be frightened. Be so frightened because my anxiety disorder has gotten worse because of ghosts. Because of life. Because of life. Life, man. Yeah, man. Can relate. Can we get a subscribe rate and review if you relate? <laughs> Hashtag YouTube. Hashtag on any Apple, Google app, whatever you can find. Help us grow. <laughs> Belinda's holding up a peace sign, in case you know. <laughs> Next to her eye, like a kawaii girl. Kawaii! Eee! <laughs> okay, so... I'm, if you didn't guess, I'm doing (laughs) my thingy today on the true story behind The Haunting in Connecticut, like what it's based off of. So most of the events in the movie actually happened in real life. So on June 30, 1988, the Snedka family moved and rented an old house on 208 Meriden Avenue, Southington, Connecticut. Great family name, by the way. Snedka. 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 Sounds like Russian. Not Russian. Uh, German. Snedka. Und. Und Snedka family lived in Southington, Connecticut. Und Uberschnitzel Snedka. Und I'm a dumb truck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alan and Karma's Snedka moved in with their daughter, three sons, and eventually two nieces. Their house was spacious, their rent was cheap, and was close to their son Philip's hospital. Philip had cancer for the immune system, so that was why they moved closer to the hospital. That poor, poor man. How old was he at this point? I don't know. I I assume probably not over... He was only a teenager. Yeah, not over like 18. Mm, He was only 18. And he's that young and got a... Cancer of the immune system. Yeah. Poor bloke. I think it was Hodgkins. Hodgkins. Sad. Shitty as fuck. I'm trying to be really. A couple caring, weeks ago, I thought I had making... Hodgkins cancer because my um, lymph nodes swelled up. <laughs> but it, it went down, so I'm in the clear. There was no. There was barely any difference between your neck and your chin because it was so swollen. You were like a thumb. I am a thumb. <laughs> You're not a thumb Look now. how fat my face is. Oh, babe, it's not fat. But at that present point in time, sorry, at that past point in time when you had yeah. swollen lymph nodes from being ill, you looked a bit like them. And guess what? I still went to work. <laughs> I don't think I took a day off, did I? No. While exploring their new home, Carmen found strange items in the basement behind some building equipment. They were tools used by morticians. And some embalming equipment. Turns out, in the 1920s, their new home had once been a mortuary called the Hallahan Funeral Home, and it was active for several decades. What the fuck? Wait, how long between it being a morgue and it being... Is a morgue and a mortuary the same thing? A morgue and a mortuary is completely different, I'm pretty sure. Fuck. (laughs) A morgue is just where they store the dead bodies. Ah, mortuary is where they prepare it. Where they prepare it, yeah. That's way gross. More gross. It's uh, more so... gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, how long between it being a mortuary and then it being rented out? Well, they moved the... in in the late 1980s, but there had been previous tenants before then. Oh, my God. And they hadn't moved the fucking tools? No. Nah. Did no one else go down into the basement and be Probably like... Probably not. Yeah, they were like, fuck that. They were like, that's a nope zone. The walls are bleeding down there. Fuck that shit. It's a nope zone. The nope zone. Mm-hmm. So, Can you see my nope zone right now? 
No. Yeah. I'm a very strategically placed, placed, very strategically <laughs> hidden. Remove your book. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So not only was that creepy enough, but they found a small graveyard out back and drawers filled with eerie corpse photos. Like, how has no one discovered this? I don't know. People just living sheltered in their single room. Well, they had no idea that before they moved in it was a mortuary, but the previous owner slash tenant knew that it was a mortuary before they lived in the house. Oh, before they lived. Yeah. They didn't just, like, discover some fucking, like... They were just like, I'll leave that for someone else. (laughs) Let me just live here for five years (laughs) Oh, shit. But, yeah. So, no one told this poor family, like, oh, yeah, you're moving into a mortuary? I feel like that should be on the rental agreement. It really should be. Oh, spacious house, small graveyard out the back. (laughs) Yeah, that's in the fire. Mortuary downstairs, in the basement. May contain a few photos of a dead body. You know, whatever you're into, it's here. Big pool. Huge pool. Uh, what their bodies are. Mm, do not dig around the pool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there may be a hand sticking out of the concrete <laughs> at the bottom of the pool. We <laughs> don't know what happened. We think that people who built that, you know, just were getting all artsy and putting hand sculptures in the bottom of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> just for clarification, the house did not have a pool, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, they probably could have filled up one of the graves, dug it up and then filled a grave and just swum around in the fucking... Ew. The cesspit. No. You want it to be more haunted? (laughs) Yeah, dig up a grave (laughs) and swim in it. (laughs) I've heard about dancing on graves, but I never heard about swimming in graves. Talk about desecrating a grave and corpse. Let me just swim in here. Nah, come on, Boney. Come join me. Did you hear about, speaking of swimming in graves, did you hear about that... uh, Egyptian tomb that they found and they opened the sarcophagus and inside was just like body liquid and they poured it out on the ground. Anyways, that's I expect that to be the kind of thing that they'd probably be able to swim in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Body and, liquid. And they were like, yeah, they So the, it wasn't embalmed properly? No, it wasn't mummified at all properly. It was in Egypt, I'm pretty sure. They yeah, they took it out, and it mm. was sealed with, like, I'm not sure what exactly they used to seal, but, like, cement, like, mm. that day's equivalent of cement. But they said, oh, no, it was just rainwater to cover their asses after they emptied it out onto the ground because it's a biological hazard that you fucking dump a dead body's juice on the ground. Fucking idiots. <laughs> like a... Shouldn't they know better? Like, are they archaeologists or something? Yeah, they were archaeologists, but they just did not plan for that dead body smoothie. You don't, regardless, any liquid you find in a fucking casket, coffin, emperor's burial ground, you don't fucking pour it out. Like, regardless. Emperor's new gravy. (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh, shit, sorry. That was really loud. We just had gravy on our dinner, and now I'm just imagining some fucking King Tut juice poured on my potatoes. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Continue. So, Philip Snedka uh, slept in the basement with his brother, Bradley. Since the upstairs rooms were smaller, it was the only room that could accommodate the teens. The two brothers slept in the casket display room down the hall from the former embalming room, speaking uh, of Egypt. I wonder which room had the photos in it and who discovered them. I reckon it was probably just some drawers down in the basement. Because yeah. if other people lived... Elsewhere in the house, I doubt that it would be just around the house. And who really goes into a basement, especially when there's such creepy shit going on in the house? They're like, Mm-mm-mm. well, this is when they first moved in. They were exploring, like, oh wow, new house. Mm. Oh, there's some embalming equipment. <laughs> yeah. Who put their sons down there? Make them sleep in the lounge room or something. How about you all sleep in one room armed with a shotgun? I mean, that sounds about right. With holy water pellets. I mean, what? Which one? Which Conjuring movie is it where they all just end up sleeping in the lounge room together? Oh, uh, the second one. Two. It? Yeah, number two. Yeah, with the crooked man. Yep, creepy. <sighs> Ew, not a fan of the crooked man. Mm-mm. So soon enough, the eldest son began seeing ghosts and terrifying images. 
The experiences spread to other family members and got worse. They reported hearing strange sounds like people's voices and hundreds of birds taking flight at any time. Also that the temperature would often change from room to room, as it does with hauntings. Um, They would also see figures of dead people and items disappearing. I do want to note that, like, in the movie, it shows that the eldest son with cancer sees the bodies with names and words carved onto them, but that actually didn't happen. He just saw them. I feel like regardless, just it's seeing still creepy. a dead body. Was the, was the like dead a, bodies like walking around or were they just laying dead? Like spirits. Oh, yeah. gross. Sorry, like did I say that? This... I said dead bodies. Just dead people, sorry. <laughs> dead bodies. They just saw dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> I see dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, you live next to a graveyard. Literally, <laughs> out the back. Just a small graveyard. And with Fuck all them you. fucking grave swimming holes, you know, forcing <laughs> us to see a dead body or two. <laughs> Speaking of dead bodies, in the movie also, there was the walls were filled with dead bodies. Not true. Didn't happen. Okay. It was just dramatized, dramatized okay. for the movie, as Hollywood does. Just. When they say based on a true story. It's based. It's loosely based. It's like, this shit happened. Not super scary, so let's add in this shit. Exactly. The premise, and then let's amp it up to fucking 12. Exactly. Like, like The Exorcist. It was based on Roland Doe, and it was like a completely different, like, almost storyline, but the same things happened. It was possessed by the same demon, Hmm. you know? Pazuzu. Pazuzu. You know, every time we say Pazuzu, we get sick. So Carmen said they were incredibly powerful. One of them was very thin with high cheekbones and long black hair and pitch black eyes. And another had white hair and eyes and was wearing pinstripe tuxedo. And his feet were constantly in motion like he was walking around Sounds all like the time. Sinatra. Sinatra? Yeah, the ghost of Sinatra. Pinstripe suit. Walking around Sinatra all the time, just wear, like Sinatra. Did Sinatra wear a pinstripe I don't know. tuxedo? I just know Sinatra wore tuxedos, probably. I don't feel like he would go pinstripe. Yeah, he's more of like a dark navy like kind of guy. Like a black. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Classy. Classy, classy motherfucker. I got Sinatra. you under my skin. Come fly with me. He's singing that come while holding fly, the embalming tools. Fly to us. away. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> so, also, both parents said they were raped and sodomized by demons and claimed that their niece was as well. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just going to chuck that fact in there. It's all I've got on that, by the way. Um, one day, Carmen was mopping the kitchen floor and water suddenly turned blood red and smelled of decaying flesh the smell would also be reported throughout the house as well she probably filled her (laughs) mop bucket up in the fucking (laughs) grave the grave pools oh my god there were no pools (laughs) (laughs) all right um she said that the dishes would also put themselves away and lights would flicker on and off in the home even when they took the light bulbs out pretty handy there is a like a comment saying that the dad, Alan, took the light bulbs out because of their children leaving lights on all the time and the massive electricity bill, which I totally understand. Mm. Totally get that as an adult now. 100%. How many times have I yelled at you for leaving lights on? You've never yelled. You've I talked said it very briskly. sternly. Brayden, turn the lights off. And That's then I awesome. say, it wasn't me. It was Molly. It wasn't me. I saw you turn the lights on. (laughs) Setting up cameras to catch me leaving lights on. Yeah, I'll fucking do it. (laughs) It's only you and I that live in this part, but I'll still set up a camera. I don't know what happened. Someone must have broken in and turned all the lights on. Oh, yeah, do you want me to replay the evidence? Oh, shit, please. And then it's just a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Frank Sinatra, like... <laughs> Going, <laughs> this will piss her off. Trying to think of a Frank Sinatra song that had lights in the <laughs> name. Know. There were none. But anyway, so there's also that, you know, that the dad took out the light bulbs as a dad would do being angry at a power bill. Hmm. But there was also reports of just lights 
like oh, it was light in a room the room just being illuminated by nothing like regardless if there was a light bulb in the socket or not i wonder if that's an evil thing or if that's a good thing because i mean one you're saving electricity on spirit lights right, right. will-o'-wisps yeah 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 and i mean two there isn't a two but one one's pretty good you're saving <laughs> some power bill money as long as they like let you turn them off with the light switch not too bad no no they they make up the rules <laughs> they're all yeah they're spirits they make up their rules they make up the rules so the younger son bradley was spun around uncontrollably on a gurney they also found toe tags and head tags and also personal belongings of the deceased both of the events of, of, like, finding that and Bradley being swung around has been featured in the film, mm. um, as well as Philip attacking his cousin, which he actually had the intent to rape her, oh. which is fucking insane. Dark. I mean, but... He's got that cardinal knowledge, boy. This is what makes me think that it was pretty real. Okay. He's a cancer-stricken teenage boy. Yep. Going through radiation treatments. Poor kid. How would he muster up the energy to try and attack and rape his cousin? Demons. Demons. Possession. Demons, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Mother energy drink plug. <laughs> next sponsorship, please. I mean, first sponsorship, <laughs> yeah, should yeah, I any say. Next sponsorship. Well, we do have our Patreon sponsors. Thank you for you, your patrons. Thank you, patrons. Good plug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, like when you're sick, right? And you're like, fuck, I don't fucking move. Do you have the energy to get up and rape someone? No. I don't feel like I ever have the energy to get, <laughs> get up and, and rape, rape someone. someone. I mean, you're <laughs> naked right now. Doesn't mean I'm... This is a clear <laughs> sign hey, that you're ready to rape. Uh, my body is a temple. Is a temple. Exactly. So I'm not going to deface it with carnal knowledge like that. I'm pure. Are you though? Are I'm you a virgin? I'm a, <laughs> a virgin. Yes. We've never had sex. In the butt. <laughs> Ew. Stop it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> You're like hiding behind your page now. <laughs> Fuck off. So you tried to rape her, blah, blah, blah. He was taken to a mental hospital for 45 days and was diagnosed with schizophrenia after he started talking about the the spirits he would see and then speak to as well. But he initially ended up sounding like better, right? Like he got a bit better and right. wasn't as insane. They're like, okay, you can go home. But when he came home, his family report that he got really distant and dark and Ugh. super violent. So whatever was there waited for him to get home to latch back onto him. And you know what? It makes sense that they would latch onto the cancer kid. Because he's beaten down as it is. Exactly. Poor guy. Like he needed more hardship. That's right. Poor darling. So um, in the movie, the shower curtain nearly suffocates the niece. But the true events reveal that the shower curtain incident did happen. It did happen. Mm. But... Or not to the niece, it happened to the mother. Um, Carmen said, yes, the shower curtain did wrap around my face so that I couldn't breathe. My niece had to come in and rescue me. I couldn't have fallen as I was being pressed in upon it. Ugh, so someone was, like, pushing her into the shower. Yeah. Curtain. Gross. Trying to kill her. Well. Anyway, so after all this fucking shit, all of this shit, they've been raped... <laughs> By demons. The sun's the possessed. Sun's possessed. Lights are going on and off. Dishes are being put away. Mop water's bloody. There's a graveyard in the back. They finally fucking contact a pair of self-styled Ooh. demonologists. Ooh, Our favourite. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren. May you guys rest in peace forever. Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Up there with the best of them. So they arrived at the Snedka house and they proclaimed that it was infested with demons. There we go. And if Ed and Lorraine say it, you know it's true. If Ed and Lorraine even take the chance to go and 
go to like investigate somewhere, mm-hmm. that means some shit's going down. Some they, shit's fucking going down. They, they have, like, them. two people go and, like, scope out the place before they go there just to exactly. make sure. Exactly. Exactly. They need to confirm authenticity before they even waste their time. That's right. So they stayed at the house for several weeks along with John Zaffis. Um, they witnessed these entities firsthand with people being slapped, beaten, pushed, and then slammed to the ground. Ed and Lorraine claimed that the Snedka house was a formal funeral home where morticians regularly practice necromancy. And that there were powerful supernatural forces at work, but then they cured it all with an exorcism. I'm just imagining when the boys go to sleep in the the basement, (laughs) the fucking Michael Jackson thriller comes on and all the zombies race from the ground. No, 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 no. Start doing the dance. No. Because that's gay. I hate. You hate Michael Jackson thriller? I can't. Does it scare you? This is how easily frightened Belinda is. Michael Jackson's thriller scares her more than a haunting in Connecticut. Oh, I can't. Do you know why, though? I feel like crying. I feel like crying. My heart is racing. Why? Fucking can't. So, you know my Auntie Dina? Mm. Yeah. And Uncle Carl. Yep. Well, Uncle Carl has a man cave in the downstairs Yeah. with massive TV, massive TV. And we were over there for, like, I think a birthday or something. Could have been Uncle Carl's, Auntie Dina's, or Hannah's. I don't know. There's only three people that it could have been birthdays for. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, like, Auntie Dina or something. Okay. I can't remember. I was really, really young. It's fun. And they put on Michael Jackson Thriller on the big TV. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so that's why you're scarred for life? I am, because it's it's terrifying. You know what other song you were frightened of for a little bit? What? I'm still scared of that song. Why are you scared of that song of all songs? Okay. Is it Shakira or something? It is. Okay. Okay, but you know the start where it's like, or whatever? Yeah. Does that frighten you? Okay. Another Linda's sidebar. very easy to front. No, here's another sidebar. So one day I was watching YouTube videos and I went down like a rabbit hole. This was when I was, I don't know, I wasn't going to school because I was dealing with a lot of at-home at stuff, but I was still quite young. Hmm. And this is when I started believing in ghosts and shit. Right. Okay. And I think this is the first time I saw a ghost. Oh, really? This is a hot scoop. Yeah. We did not tell this story in the podcast yesterday. Should I finish this and then go yes, on to please. it? Yes, please. Because it's a bit long. Okay, stick around. Hot scoop. Yeah, let me just... Okay, we'll go back to that. Pin. Put a pin in it. Yeah, I'm pinning it. So, Ed and Lorraine got rid of all the the demons and stuff got because they're Ed and Lorraine. Hell yeah, they're the badass Yeah, team. they they were... They were then cured by an exorcism. That's they were, the they were probably said. just like, oh, you guys should have just removed those embalming tools this whole time and would have stopped. <laughs> Let's pray over the small guard, uh, graveyard over there. Put everyone to peace. Yeah. And get the fuck out. <laughs> Hell yeah. So the landlady found the whole story really ridiculous. She noted that nobody before or since had experienced anything unusual in the house and that the Snedka family stayed in the house for more than two years before finally deciding to leave. Probably because they couldn't fucking leave. Yeah. Because their son had cancer and it was near the fucking hospital. I mean, they're probably in financial hardship as well. Absolutely. They they said the rent was cheap. Just up, yeah, no wonder, because it's fucking haunted. And just up and moving is such a process. And I mean, (laughs) we've been thinking of it for like two months. I was about to say, it's such a process. The poor poor boy doesn't need the stress of moving. He doesn't. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's chilling out in the basement, (laughs) possessed as fuck. (laughs) He doesn't need any of this stress. He needs to heal. He needs to go to, like, I don't know, go to the beach. So, Ed and Lorraine also believe that the former funeral workers were guilty of necrophilia, which led to the evil presence. Michael Jackson's thriller, (laughs) but a porno. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Ew. Is that even more scary for you? I don't know what it is. Okay, no, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Do it. Say it. I've watched zombie porn. Oh, shit. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay. Elaborate. (laughs) 
Okay, so I went down a rabbit hole on Pornhub. Yeah. And I ended up getting to this um, video where it was like, <laughs> whatever her name, Lusty or Busty, blah, blah, blah. Busty Britney. Um, is, oh, wakes up a zombie and gets fucked by <laughs> zombies fuck? or something or other. <laughs> and they were like, Full like body paint, face paint, Ooh. like zombies acting like zombies, but then hardcore fucking like, oh my god, yeah, fuck me in the ass. What the like, fuck? <laughs> didn't do we are so sorry for our listeners who are pure like me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's discuss something a bit impure. This morning, <laughs> what? Uh, you know, in Big Mouth. Where Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> the hormone monster, and Nick are going through Andrew's dreams or something on a boat. Like oh, Andrew's when, search no, history. Andrew went into the computer. They all went into the yes. computer. Yeah. And they watched Sylvester Stallone in The Italian Stallion. Yeah. I briefly watched The Italian Stallion this morning. Wait, what? That's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was made up. No, it's real. <gasps> And it is Wait. the strangest. It is up there with the strangest things I've ever seen. It's not even really porn. It's more art. Do you see penis? Uh, yeah, once. Once? Yep. You see How's that Sylvester porn? Stallone's penis. Is it good? <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to the fucking show Let's stop talking about Sylvester Stallone's penis Yeah, I've got one more page still to go Porn So, um, according to the current owner of the home Fucking Susan Trotter Smith The true story is that the house is not haunted now And never was We've lived in the house for ten years Our house is wonderful Susan said this is all Hollywood foolishness. This story is a ludicrous. Okay, bitch, because what did I say at the start of this? Based off of. This is where the Crocs came into it yesterday. Because we were like, oh, oh what would she look like? bitch has a fucking... Manager haircut. Man- talk Let to me speak manager to your haircut. manager haircut. She yeah. got them chunky as fuck highlights. She's got square glasses, probably. Probably. And then she's fucking walking around, like, full <laughs> nice outfit and then Crocs. Just wearing Crocs. Wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? And the joke was we were talking... Man, this is gonna... We're re... Reheating a joke for today's episode from yesterday's cancelled episode. But it was good, it was good. Anyways, I don't know if You'll I can laugh, set this yeah. up. You won't laugh. But <laughs> we're talking about how she hadn't seen a ghost, and I'm just like, yeah, no shit, she hasn't seen a ghost. No ghost would want to chase her because ghosts want you to run away scared, <laughs> not run away comfortable. <laughs> Anyways, it definitely isn't as good when you reheat it a second time. I think it's pretty good. It's a good one. I bet no one laughed except me. <laughs> except me? Yeah. So, um, continuing on. The Snedka's story first came into light in horror novelist Ray Garten's 1992 book, In a Dark Place, The Story of a True Haunting. Ooh. In an interview in Horrorbound magazine, Garten discussed how the true story behind the haunting in Connecticut came about. Garten was hired by Ed and Lorraine Warren to work with, Sned- with the Snedkers and write the true story of their house from hell. He interviewed all the family members about their experiences and soon realized that there was, some- there was a problem. I found that the accounts of the individual Snedkers didn't quite mesh. They couldn't keep their stories straight. I went to Ed with this with this problem. Oh, you're crazy, he said. You've got some of the story. Just use what works and make the rest up. Just make it up and make it scary. Garden, who had accepted the job, expecting to have a real true story to base the book on, did as he was told. I used what I could, made up the rest, and tried to make it as scary as I could. Although he only admitted this after Ed had passed away. So it makes me think that he, there's a lot of controversy about the whole story, like in a whole anyway. Yeah. And he, at this time, was trying to distance himself from it all. So a bunch of things. He's trying to put blame on someone else going, oh no, no, they told me to write this. 
Ah, maybe, yeah, maybe he just didn't want to be Like, he didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah, I see. Yeah. There's a lot of of articles saying that he actually just didn't want to be a part of it anymore because of all the controversy. Right. Yeah. He's Um, like, oh, yeah, they told me to do it. Yeah. So, during an interview, Lorraine Warren commented on what she had heard about the movie I was also told about scratching on the walls, blood, and seances. This isn't the type of things that were occurring within the house at all. Lorraine Rowan put it simply when saying the movie is very, very loosely based on an actual investigation. Well, I mean, as you'd expect Well, for a movie based on something. Yeah, in the movie it does show, like, seances and stuff, but it's showing, like, flashbacks of, like, the uh, morticians doing the seances because like they were necromancy. But the... I don't think at all it was ever reported that the Snedka family did seances. I don't know why, but for some reason, <laughs> when I think of a necromancer in a movie, I just feel like I think S- of South Park. Steve Buscemi should play them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine him in like a black cowl and he's like... <laughs> yes. Poor Steve Buscemi. He's been really typecasted, hasn't he? Yes. You know he used to be As a firefighter? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Steve Buscemi's a great dude. He's a fucking great dude. And he's dude. hilarious, like super yeah. funny. And he's friends with Adam Sandler. And he's a necromancer. What else could <laughs> you want? <laughs> Steve Buscemi, necromancer. Slash actor, slash firefighter. Yeah, add that to your title. Slash best friends with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, add that to your resume too. Fuck, if I was best friends with Adam Sandler, I would add it to my <laughs> yeah. resume. I feel like people can get hired just on that alone. Yeah. Where's your proof? Just put it, put your whole resume is just like a photo collage of you and Adam Sandler together. <laughs> just every photo I've got, peace sign up. Joke's on you. It's all photoshopped. And like the last one, he's got a restraining order. Like he's <laughs> handing me a restraining order and I'm still like, what's that one? Like, Hell yeah, I got a restraining order. Wait. I got his autograph though. <laughs> so um, the Sned could stand by their story. It seems there is little or no proof that anything supernatural occurred at the house. Whether or not the Snedkers actually believed their story. They stood to make money from a book deal. They were aware that the Lutz family of Amityville uh, profited handsomely from selling their rights to their true story of the haunted house, Uh, which is why there was a lot of controversy because they're like, oh, they just want money like the Amityville. The Amityville's real, but this one isn't. It's like, no, they can both be real. Okay. They can both be real and they can both make money from their haunted house. And the people that live in the Amityville house now, they don't think anything... Exactly. Like, nothing haunting That shit's happened. fucked. Was fucked. Was fucked. Luckily, Ed and Lorraine came, Lorraine came and fucking in. exercised them. That's right. Filled in their grave pools. Because they were the real MVPs. Exactly. Kicked out Steve Buscemi from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Sorry, Jackson. Steve, you can't stay here anymore. We've told you this. Oh, come on. That's the worst <laughs> Steve Buscemi. It's very bad. During the treatments in Southington, Philip Snedker's cancer went into remission and had not yet resurfaced um, at the time of the movie's release, which was in 2009. Yep. Um, he had been working as a trucker and had four children. But unfortunately, his cancer returned and ultimately claimed his life on August 9th, 2012. He's buried in the Wilson Cemetery in Elizabethan, Elizabethton, Tennessee. Well, at least he had a family and, you know, lived a decently happy life after his battle with cancer and demonic possession. Yeah. Good on him. In Center Reach, New York, there's a location particularly... Uh, visited every day by hundreds of people. You went through, like, five accents. (laughs) I know, I can't stick to one. A location that would probably be at the bottom of people's lists. (laughs) For places they would perceive as having the potential of being haunted. Naked Braden is a weird Braden. Yeah, I know. So I think this one even dethrones... Antarctica for places that I personally thought wouldn't be haunted. Just weren't haunted at all. But hey, I have to say it's probably the most haunted of the thing it is. I would definitely say so. And the thing it is, is a pizza hut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It gets weirder every time I say it. So this location is obviously open seven days from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. and is iconic for selling... The most basic pizza 
around the world. So the iconic red-roofed building sits on its lonesome next to a small forested area just off of a main road in Centre Reach. And apparently, it's haunted. <gasps> I know, shock and awe. So get the legend... Out. What's up? Get out. Okay, I'll get out. Thank you. <laughs> there are legends that float around about this Pizza Hut and what exactly is spooky about it, but most of the sort of tales seem to have two components as a middle ground between them all. Someone seems to have died in the bathroom at the time before this location was actually a pizza hut and now haunts the building as a pepperoni ghost. (laughs) (laughs) The most notorious of all fast food phantoms. So there's really scarce information on the actual... Pizza Hut itself. There's lots of cool YouTube videos where people are like, yeah, this place is haunted. But legitimately, the research and you know how, like, fucking websites, like, copy and paste different websites, other shit. There's about a paragraph of information on this place. But there's a couple of YouTube videos that are pretty handy. And there's also sort of, like, staff information and stuff like that that has been given out. So a lot of the actual information on this place and what it was before, the history of the building, are pretty much given been given by employees of the Pizza Hut currently. Well, and that's I, always a reliable source. Yeah, usually. As is their marinara source. <laughs> oh! <laughs> always reliable. Reliable. So as the legend goes, the Pizza Hut was once a jack-in-the-box before being turned into, obviously, the Red Roof building that it is currently. And towards its stint in the location as a jack-in-box, someone decided to go into the bathroom and either kill themselves or they decided that that was the day they were going to get murdered in the bathroom or they, or were, they gonna, were just going to die. They were just going to die, or maybe the prices so really were to die for. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't know So, um, uh, like, has it ever been told, like, how they died? No, never. They just, like, oh, yeah, someone died in here. Yeah. Like I said, really not that much information except for what the staff have given the internet. I tried to look through, like, some the interwebs for, like, police reports and stuff like that. I don't think I actually have access to that because I'm not a member of the police. You're but not a member of police at all. I tried to just find, like, reports perhaps of, like, a murder or anything, but I couldn't really find anything. The place was very vague. And the legend really never specifies the person's sex either, but considering the person died in the woman's bathroom, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet We'd to assume. assume that it was a female. Yeah, but that may not be right. True. We don't know. So skip ahead to skip ahead to right now where the Jack in the Box is gone, Pizza Hut is there. People report and are constantly reporting all manner of odd things occurring underneath the red roof. Like what? Of that babe? Pizza Hut. Well, I'll fucking tell you right Please now. Tell me. So customers who go into the ladies' bathroom Would to relieve she? themselves have reported hearing quiet whispers coming from within the room in spite of. Exactly like that. In spite of there being no one else in there with them. You should get the three pizzas for $25. <laughs> yeah, it's just product placement. That's all it is. They just bug the room with like little <laughs> microphones and stuff. Smoky barbecue as well for only $2 extra. I fucking love pepperoni. Try the new juicy garlic bread. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> apparently there was a lady who went into the uh, ladies room. And a lady felt, went into the ladies' room. Indeed, felt a cold brush against her, and then heard "Help me!" Oh fuck! Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, secretly it was just an employee wanting to quit, but they didn't have the guts. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so there are reports of sudden cold spots within the bathroom itself. Potentially just like an air vent or something, but I don't know. Apparently, there's like goosebump inducing cold spots throughout the bathroom and the entire of the restaurant itself. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I bet sometimes they just amp up the, like, (laughs) the the stat just a little bit, just so everyone gets goosebumps and they turn it right back down. Yeah, we go. And then everyone's like, oh, fuck, shit. 
ghosts in here. Fucking ghosts. Haunted. Haunted. Do you reckon that Pizza Hut goes off during like the month of October? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Spooky pizzas. Spook pizzas. Pumpkin on your pizza. What's a spooky pizza name? Spooky barbecue and cheese. <laughs> spooky barbecue, spooky barbecue. Spooky barbecue. Yeah, that's a pretty good pizza name. What about like meat horrors? <laughs> oh no. How about just Hawaiian? I love Hawaiian though. Pizza pizza's pretty good. Pineapples This is going to be a controversial no, thing. Pineapple's thing is, not that bad. It's not that bad and you don't have to get it if you don't fucking want it. Calm down. Why is everything made so difficult? You don't want pineapple in your pizza? Don't fucking put it there. But if someone orders pineapple in their pizza, don't fucking put them down. It's what they like. You know what? You probably like it up the ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Aggressive as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never seen that side of you. I'm scared. So anyways. You've the... seen me driving. Yeah, that's true. That gets hectic. Uh, it does. <laughs> he gets nervous. So there are other reports of tapping and knocking on the bathroom door when no one is within range to knock slash tap on that door. Oh, shit! And then skip over to the actual restaurant itself. <gasps> Guess what happens in there? What, what happens? Pots speaking? and pans being oh, thrown shit. around. Oh, shit. Yeah, they go flying. <laughs> Mainly Flying pans. <laughs> flying pans. <laughs> Mainly just topple off. The benches and shit, you know, probably play falling pants. Yeah, falling pants. <laughs> oh god, more like a drop pot, not a stock pot. Very nice, babe. Thank you. I thought about that one just then. So, a member of the Long Beach Paranormal Investigators videotaped both bathrooms and posted the video to the internet, which has since been removed. It has, but I found it again today. No, you didn't. Re-researching. Can I please see it? I think it is the worst evidence I've ever seen. Okay. I take back. Yesterday I said, from what I remember, it was pretty decent. Yeah, no. Okay. They're like three specks of dust, and then they just drew... Then they're like, oh, no, it wasn't orbs. It was just three three specks or like color changes or something, and they're like... Then they did the whole thing where they drew the outline around it. Oh, my God, like the triangle paranormal investigators. Yes, yes, exactly. And I was just like, huh. So, anyways. uh, Are we we professional investigators? No. You know what I'm not going to do? Dot the dots. Yeah, right. It's not a colour in book. It's not. Not a colour that lines. This isn't a paint by numbers. Paint by numbers. This isn't a dot the dot. This isn't. We're not trying to come to the picture of a giraffe with the long neck. No. We're trying I want to see a full apparition. Exactly. So they they really went hard on trying to make people believe that this thing was there. But anyways, other than the sort of ghost, I say loosely, uh, apparently also in the female bathroom, mm-hmm. in the women's bathroom, there was a feeling of unease that the Ooh. cameraman got over. Ooh. Probably the fact that he was in the women's bathroom with a camera and probably was going to get arrested at some point. <laughs> because I don't know about you, but that sounds like a crime. <laughs> yeah, I do sure hate it when men come into the bathroom and just film me. <laughs> yeah. Do you go, ooh, I'm a ghost lady. <laughs> and just throw a bloody tampon. <laughs> yeah. Who's my blood? Bloody Mary, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably looking under the uh, toilet stall at them you're like oh shit help me and they're like oh it's a ghost help me yeah. oh, it's blood yeah on the site long god damn it long island haunted houses the pizza hut has received long a couple beach? long island oh long island haunted long beach houses. is in california i think uh long island haunted houses.com the Pizza Hut has received a review, or a couple of reviews actually, and all of them are one star. But one of them in particular uh, was titled Horrible, and it says, The scariest thing about the place were the prices. <laughs> and from what I see, 
The scary thing also about the players is whoever the fuck is cutting that pizza because they cannot cut it into eight pieces. <laughs> into even pieces? It's like, no, it's not even that. It's like they start the cut and then jag it off to the side. Have you ever gotten a pizza where it's like an odd number of slices? Yeah, what the How the fuck does that happen? How do you happen? do that? Hey. You dickhead. Hey, don't do that. You have one job. It's literally your job to cut the fucking pizza. Or when you get like a piece and it's fucking like half the pizza and you're like, well. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it at all. I'm just going to have one piece tonight, guys. They're like, Belinda, it's three quarters of the pizza. <laughs> yeah, but just the way piece. they cut it, just I'm just going yeah. to have this yeah. one piece. I don't make the rules. I just, Do you want the second I just piece? I'll take them. the second piece too. I'll have two pieces, actually. <laughs> the other piece you takes like a fucking... Miniscule. Like a slither. Did you ever try and do that? Like take the smaller pieces to be like, I'm only eating healthy tonight, and you take the smaller pieces of the pizza. No. I do it every time I'm with my family. Wow. Yeah. So a quick notable mention slash shout out to another haunted fast food chain that I'm not going to discuss today, but there is a Taco Bell in Twinsburg, Taco? Ohio, which is apparently haunted by a strange group of ghosts. <laughs> A girl in a white dress, a military veteran in army fatigues, and a bearded woodsman, and an old Taco Bell employee wearing an old uniform. (laughs) Sounds like Nick Kroll's next Netflix series. (laughs) The ghost of Duke Ellington. It's like the ghost of the... I don't know what the ghost of Terry, the Taco Bell employee. (laughs) Anyways, that's the haunted Taco Bell. Anyways. I mean, haunted Pizza Hut. Well, and the Taco Bell. Yeah, the Taco Bell as well. Hey, everyone. Brayden here uh, in the editing room. I thought I'd mention that yesterday, as I was starting to edit this, I decided to attempt to call the haunted Pizza Hut and ask them whether or not their Pizza Hut was indeed haunted. You know, I fessed up the 43 cents to make an international phone call to New York, and I got through the line, and someone obviously expecting a pizza delivery call or a pizza order answered the phone, and I just said, Hello, I'm from Australia. Is your Pizza Hut haunted? And that was met by about two to three seconds of silence and a subsequent hanging up of the phone. So I thought I'd just share that with you guys. Uh, All right, back to the episode. Well, that's fun. Tell me about your creepy story. Okay, so I don't know how old I was. I was home alone. I was a bit of a latchkey child. I think I was about 11 or 12. It's just when I started taking a lot of days off school because I was not. (laughs) I thought you were saying when I started taking a lot of drugs. (laughs) I mean, it all started when I... Smoked meth for the first time when I was 10. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. It happens to a lot of children, so we should probably not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Children out there listening who are on meth. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be listening because it's an 18 plus podcast, so. And you shouldn't off. be doing meth. Should- yeah, that too. That's the, that's the bigger point to make here. Yeah, but. Alright. Um, back to my story. Yeah. So. I don't know, I think it was about 11 or 12, that's when I started taking a lot of days off school because of family things, and it's probably when I started developing a lot of anxiety and depression. Yes, it can happen at a very young age. Um, and I was on YouTube, and I just went down a rabbit hole of videos, and I came across this one video where this soccer player, like fumbled or something and like somersaulted or something and broke his neck while playing oh. and then like the the nerve reaction was like he just kept going and like falling over and, but he was dead oh he died yeah on youtube that was on youtube that was on youtube what the f youtube this take that like shit down this was like years ago you scarred a young 10 year old girl this was like years ago back when youtube could get away with that kind back of back when youtube wasn't so fucking censored and back everything when you gets could, demonetized. Back when you could post a <laughs> video of the... Back when you could post a video of someone hanging in the Japanese suicide forest and get away with it. Yeah. Now you can't. <laughs> Is that Logan or Jake? I don't like it. No, they're both culprits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, so, I watched that video and I watched it quite a few times so I just could not wrap my head around like how that would happen and I kept reading the comments and everything. 
But the music that went along with it kind of sounded like the start of Waka Waka. Oh, really? And it was like, like that kind of like music. And I was like, okay, this is getting too much. Mm. I ended up just turning the, um, the sounds off. So like it was quiet and I was still watching this video because I could not wrap my head around how this person was dead and like Mm. somersaulting. Gross. Um, I don't know if it's completely true or not, but they had to stop the game and... You'd think. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, died. no, the game was over yeah. after that. Yeah. You know, like, they didn't... So it should be. Yeah, well, so it should be. Pretty sure he died. Like, he broke his neck oh, and this nerve reaction just fumbled everywhere. Anyway. Um, so then I hear what sounds like falling down... Like someone oh, falling down in the I have goosebumps hallway. all over my naked body. But, um, <laughs> no, you remember, like, the rumpus room that we kind of had that yep. was off from the kitchen? That's That used to be, like, the full computer room. And the computer used to be up against the window, so my yeah. back was against the doorway of the room. Yes. But when I turned around, I don't know what I was expecting, but I just saw a head... Pop around oh, the corner. okay. And it was this massive, massive, smiling, round face. Oh, my eyes are fucking leaking. Are you okay? Yeah, that's so creepy. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I was just like, you know what? It's because I'm watching this weird thing. I'm just imagining things. Um. So I tried to watch something else on YouTube. I don't know what I was watching at that time what the fuck that's so scary yeah and i was home alone this was like in the morning as well so i was home alone until probably about three o'clock in the afternoon when dad finally got home from work and going to the tab and drinking whatever he's doing i don't know gambling um so the rest of the day i just felt very weird but while i was still on the computer i felt like someone kept walking up behind me Uh... like i hear the footsteps i felt so uneasy and I tried so hard just to be like you know it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing and I got really really scared like I just felt so fucking scared of course and I ran from the playroom to mum and dad's bathroom and I was like I'm just gonna have a shower and calm down and I, I started the shower and I was still really scared so I went and grabbed our cat Lily who's still alive by the way 17 years young you know what I'm saying so I grabbed her and I, she was in the bathroom with me, but she stayed in a corner when normally she would like jump up on the bench yeah. and like rub around and she was kind of like staying in a corner staring at the it's door. Like, uh... And I left, I had the door open to start off with because I was like, oh, just in case dad comes home and I can hear him coming. But I all of a sudden just got really, really, really frightened and I fell to the ground of the shower and I started screaming and crying oh. and I look up and I just see the face peering in at me oh. while I'm trying to like I'm in the shower and I'm crying and I'm like go away leave me alone go away go away go away I'm scared I'm scared I'm scared leave me alone I'm I'm screaming this out and then it was gone hmm. everything was gone the feeling of me being scared the smiling face guy was gone I walked around the rest of the house the rest of the day completely fine. I never told anyone this story. I am too naked right now to be this afraid. <laughs> that is such a creepy fucking story. Yeah. And I was I must have been like 11 or 12. Oh my fucking god. That I may be one the of the day. scariest stories I've ever fucking heard. Uh-huh. Maybe it's cuz I don't have any na- defenses on cuz I'm naked. And I just feel more vulnerable right now. Or what? But a giant fucking smiling man. But like, I never saw his full body. It was like just someone peering just around. Head. A, a fucking, like a bit of a shoulder. And like, just <sighs> someone's just peering around the corner. But like, Yuck. this massive fucking grin. Have you seen the episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the gentleman? No. They have like massive oh, smiles yeah. have you seen that no movie? yeah i don't i don't need to see it please i don't need to see it okay, I was <laughs> it's gonna too creepy you. too creepy but that mixed with what would i can't even put it together like the face was just really round yeah like as if like as if it, it had been flattened somehow but still had really prominent Ugh. pointy out features like it gross like, 
Yeah. Anyhow, I'm gonna fucking sage the shit out of this house on uh, this episode. It happened after I watched that stupid YouTube video, and I wow. don't know if that YouTube video still exists, and I don't want to look it up. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Now I'm never going to listen to that Shakira song again. <laughs> yeah, so every time I hear that, I'm like, mm, mm, That's what you off. think about. Yeah, and when the well, song, that, when that song like, first came out, I was playing at work a lot, so I was like, well, uh, I'm never working again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until this song fucking enters obscurity <laughs> and no one ever hears it again. Exactly. Except now everyone's listening to it now because we've talked about it. And they're like, I don't see how this song is scary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Shakira's Waka Waka, this time for Africa, that song. And Michael Jackson's Thriller film clip, I can't watch. Also can't listen to the full version of the song with the laugh. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, yeah, fair enough. They put it on the playlist every fucking Halloween. Get your, get your goose snips on. I don't like it. Oh, well, that ended with a bit of intensity. I didn't tell that yesterday, and it's the first time I've ever told that story, I think, That's to so anyone. so creepy. Well, hot fucking damn. How about that? Hey, if you want to follow us on Patreon, <laughs> Instagram, or Facebook, you can at You Mean a Poltergeist. That's right, you can. And if you want to follow our personals, mine is Bambi Maccas, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S on Instagram. Mine is Braden Fiveash, B-R-A-Y-D-O-N number five, A-S-H. Awesome, babe. Um, you want to submit some stories? What how, What were you scared of when you were 11 or 12? What happened to you in the shower? That's Did you not see bad. anything? Tell us. Tell us. Are you naked right now? Tell, Tell us. us. Send it to youmeanapoltergeist at gmail.com or go to www.thatsnotcanon.com, scroll right down to the bottom of the page and submit a form to us with your story. And we will get back to you and potentially collaborate to make an episode out of your horrific stories. Yes, please do Bring that. something We're awesome from the scary things that happened to you. And no fucking stories have come in yet. <laughs> Send them in. Send them in. Hey, so I just want to let you know, all of you. What, baby? Oh, me? My line? <clears throat> Clear your throat. Get it ready. <clears throat> Exercise regularly. I got you. Under my skin. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.